Welcome to Alternative Dog Moms Podcast. I'm Kimberly Gautier, the creator of Keep the Tail Wagging. For the past nine years, I've been blogging about raw feeding, pet wellness, and life as a crazy dog mom. I've seen massive improvements in my dog's health since I started raising my dogs naturally, and I'm passionate about sharing my experience to help other pet parents. I'm Erin Scott. For the past nine years, I've been researching and learning everything I can about healing cancer, allergies, autoimmune, and mystery illnesses in both my dogs and myself, and I can't wait to share with you everything I've learned on this journey. As the Alternative Dog Moms, we're bringing you all the latest dog health news that we're following and sharing the tips, tricks, and resources we learn along the way. Now, let's get started. Hello, Kimberly. Hello, Erin. So, oh my God, tell me all about the Feed Real Summit. Okay. (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to do the pros and cons, but I'm going to start with the cons. And the cons really aren't about the summit. It's about my trip. One, the, or well, it is about the summit. I wish on the website that it was very clear about like where we're staying and the distance between like the hotel, the venue, and the airport. Because this is the first time I've ever been to a conference that it wasn't at a hotel. Or if it was at a venue, like a hotel wasn't across the street or around the corner or something like that. Everything's always been close together. Yeah. This thing, it was um, a $40 lift from the airport to the hotel uh, Rachel Fusaro rented a car, so she gave me a ride back and forth from the event to the hotel. But when I left, I left at 4.30 in the morning to get a 7 o'clock flight. And lifts don't start that early. They don't start till 7.30. So I had oh. to take a cab, and a cab is $80. Oh. Twice as much as a lift. And not a problem, but it was just – if I had just gone, if I had paid to go to an event where I paid for a flight, I paid for a hotel, and and I had to pay for all of these trips everywhere. And you have to pay for the ticket to the event. Yeah, yeah. That's a very expensive event. And so I, I don't know if most people were local. I mean, there were people that came from other places, but some people drove in. But it was, yeah, that was a very expensive event. And next time... If I go to an event and they do it the same way, I will definitely plan out long before like how what the the cost of everything is so that I can budget accordingly. So that was one thing. I remember looking into that when I was trying to go because I was all freaked out. Like I was like, because it also cost like $30 a day to park at the hotel. So yeah. even if you had rented a car, there's the cost of that, the cost of gas, and then you had to pay an extra $30 a day just to park your car at the hotel. So I was like, I remember looking into all of this and being like, Oh, I don't know what to do here. I was trying to yeah. like cost benefit it out. And I'm nearsighted. And I don't know if this really has anything to do with being nearsighted, but it's my thing. I don't drive at night. I mean, I drive here locally at night because I know where everything is. But if I'm in a place that I'm unfamiliar with, I feel very uncomfortable driving. So that's why I didn't want to rent a car because I arrived. um, Well, my plane landed. It was daytime. But by the time we got the gate and got out, it was one of those where the sun was like, peace and took off. And so by the time I left the airport, it was dark. So I would have I and I'm horrible at being in a new place trying to look around and see everything and follow instructions on, you know, um, a navigator. So 
that wouldn't have worked for me. But, um, and the only other, um, like con, no name tags. And for people who don't remember names, um, name tags are so essential. And I guess on one hand, it forced me to just own it and just start asking people and telling, just basically making it clear that I'm not going to remember your name and, you know, asking people their names again. The names I remember are Stephanie. And the reason why I remember Stephanie is because I work with a Stephanie. Um, Alicia, because she said, what do you walk your dogs with? A leash. And so I was like, I need everyone to do that for their name for me. So I remember Alicia. That's amazing. And I remember Wendy because I associated that with Peter Pan. Um, there were many other people that I met that I do not remember their names. Um, I do remember Rooted Dog Training. The, I don't remember her name, but I remember um, the trainer, the, her business, Rooted Dog Training, and that on her profile pic on Instagram, it's bright, bright red. But that's, that's basically what I... And there are many other people that I met that I dined with. They're just amazing people, but I would have to just go back and find their information to remember their names. But so I wish that we had name tags. Although sometimes it's like if 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 they can have the ones that latch onto each side so it doesn't twist around. Or else put the, have it double-sided. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So that, yeah. I mean, it's just so much nice just to, I want to remember names. I want to know names. And I know that we can continue asking, but it just, you just feel like such, um, and I know that I'm not alone. And the fact that I don't remember names, but it, it just feels so inconsiderate to constantly be asking. So remind me of your name again, even though we just spoke five minutes ago. And so I, because, and that's how bad I am because, and someone else said the same thing to me that she's like, what is it that you can be talking to someone and within a few minutes you do not know that. And I was like, yes, I don't know their name because my mind is keeping up with the conversation. And I, I have, by the time the conversation's over, I have no idea. I know faces. I know dogs. I know that Apple, the dog was there because Apple, the dog was also at Thrive Pet Expo. So I knew that. And I took a picture with Apple, but I don't know Apple's mom's name because I don't remember. <laughs> so, but, so those are the cons. The pros were that it was truly a beautiful event. It looked the, beautiful. The venue was gorgeous and it was so well done. You would think that this is something they've been doing for years. It was so well done. It was so smooth. If there were any hiccups, I didn't notice them or feel them. And I also think that it's such a great idea not to let people know that things went wrong, you know, but I mean, it was, everyone was just so casual and relaxed where it was like, this was a big event. The presentations were phenomenal. I took so many notes. It was not even funny. I was basically screen taking pictures of slides and writing like furiously. I mean, and it was, there wasn't even like a, a presentation where it was like, Oh, I think I can skip this one and take a break. No, everyone had such great things to say. I think I missed part of Kay's presentation, um, you know, because I had to take a, a human break and someone sent me a text message because apparently I was part of, in, I was, um, my name was in one of the slides. So I, I appreciated that. 
Speaking of which, Jessica, I know Jessica's name because Jessica just bought a house in, I believe, Orange County, but I'm not sure, and invited me to come and stay with her and says that I come down for Friendsgiving and I'm actually really considering coming down. Okay, so I'll stop with the names. <laughs> but the presentations were so good and they were so thorough. I mean, it was the whole time I was sitting there, I think I texted you while I was in there because I was like, I have so much to say to you because I thought about you the entire time because you would have been in your element. I mean, okay, so I'm going to say something and I don't mean to be disrespectful to anyone because I know that these pre- these events are super hard work to put out, but I truly, truly think that this was the best event of the year simply because of the presentations. And I would give number two spot to the Thrive Pet Expo. I know that I've only been to two events this year, but I said what I said. <laughs> and But the the presentations, I mean, they felt like they were hours long with the amount of information they gave. And they did not race through this information. They delivered it in a fun and exciting and like they kept your attention. You were not bored or anything. Um, Amy Renz of Goodness Gracious shared a recipe. And okay, so she didn't just share a recipe. She shared a recipe with the like the nutritional analysis, like the breakdown, the KCALs, the moisture and all dry matter bases type of thing for this recipe. And she led you up to it by telling you all these really cool things. Uh, every Nothing she, oh my God, I can't even explain how phenomenal her presentation was. It was just like, who the hell are you and where have you been? And <laughs> like she was, she her presentation was one of those where, okay, no shade to anyone, but there are leaders in our community that basically we hear about all the time. I mean, it's just sort of like Dr. Karen Becker, Dr. Judy Morgan, Rodney Habib. That's basically the leaders of our community. There are other people like Dr. Connor Brady, um, Dr. Nick Thompson, uh, Dr. Peter Tobias. There's this core group of people that, you know, um, including Dogs Naturally Magazine that we go to for like, if we need some information, we're going to go and look and see what they put out. And then there are a lot of people out there that are this, these silent, brilliant people that like Amy Renz. Is, My vet loves her. She's brilliant. I mean, I could have literally I went to her afterwards and was like, will your slides be available? Can you make, cause I was going to send them to you because they were just like, and they were complete. It's not like you needed to to hear her presentation. Yeah, it helps. But the slides were so, they were like slides that you would download in color and laminate and keep and put one of those little ring things on and you would keep those. That's how good her slides were. The other person who was absolutely phenomenal was Angela Artelino. First of all, had no idea that she was so funny. She is a goofball, absolutely hilarious. Um, I knew how intelligent she was. I knew that she knew her stuff, but she delivered such a heavy topic in such a light, fun, jovial way that blew my mind. If they walked away from this event with any product at their booth, I will be surprised (laughs) because after her event, you're just sort of like, okay, so I will take 10 of everything 
because it was just so fascinating and she did it so beautifully and, you know, and showing you this is what I've done and this is, this is the protocol. Like she educates you and then she explained, this is a protocol I did with this dog and this is the protocol I did with this dog. And I just love her story and how passionate she was. And I posted a, a side-by-side image. It was two of her slides and it wasn't very good, but um, a good image, but I just thought that that part of the presentation was so good about the mushrooms. How they're grown. Yes, about how they're grown. And someone had a question and I didn't want to answer the question. So I just went and asked and, okay, so Angela had a line. She's just standing in the middle of the room and she had a, people in line to talk to her. And so I cut the line and apologized profusely to everyone to say, I am so sorry, I'm not cutting. Angela, I just need you for a minute and a half not right now, but I need you to answer a question on video. And she, she was like, okay. And I found her later in the day. And I basically said, you got 90 seconds because this is going to be a reel. And she, and this is what I need you to talk about. And she was, and she clarified it with me and she took a deep breath and she went and, and it was less than 90 seconds. And then she was just like, was that it? And I'm like, oh my gosh. I, I mean, she was so amazing. And I don't know if you saw my video where she totally like photo bombs my video. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's, I, I mean, it was, she's so funny and so amazing. And so, I mean, again, another person where she, yeah, she has a lot of stuff out there on social media, but she is, she's everything. And Carter, Carter was there and he was so much fun. He was the MC of the event and oh, he did good. such a great job. Um, um, it was, it was so cool. Um, Dr. Ruth Roberts, another one where, again, so brilliant and just so, and I I feel like I might be missing someone because I think it was Dr. Ruth Roberts and then. Is it Dr. Katie Kangas? No, she was on the panel with me. So it was Dr. Ruth Roberts and then it was um, Amy Renz. Then it was Angela Ardolino. It might've been Angela Ardolino, then Kay Stewart or, or vice versa. Then we broke for lunch. Then we came back and then it was our panel. So it was me, Rachel Fusaro, Katie Kangas, and Dr. PJ Broadfoot. And that was just, uh, that was fun because they had questions. They gave us the questions and they gave us like some questions that they wanted us to be the first person to respond to. Carter, it was like he went to school and got a PhD in hosting and moderating. It was astounding how smooth he was with the transitions and marrying conversation, like questions together. And, and, and you would think that we had practiced this for days. Cause he'd be like, and Kimberly, you, you're like the type of person who would know something like this. Cause I know from you, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just, and I'm, I was so caught off guard by just how well he was doing that. It was like a st- I was amazed that I was even able to answer a question because I was just like, who are you? <laughs> it was so well done. And I think it was, he's done a lot of theater. Yeah. He was, it was so well done. He was so amazing. Um, Everyone was so amazing. It was, you know, and this was the first time I saw Rodney speak in real life. I totally just realized that when he started. And I was like, oh, I never, you know, I never thought about it. I've seen him and it was, it was nice to see him again because we haven't seen each other in a long time. Um, He told me that apparently I'm his wife on Google. Like (laughs) one one of the number one questions is, Cause he asked me if I've ever Googled that and I'm like, why would I? 
<laughs> oh my god, that is hilarious. Because Rodney had been married, and and he said to go to images, but he said apparently, or like maybe who is Rodney who be? I should have done this beforehand. So married to. So and then go to images. No, he's wrong. It shows Karen Becker. He said it showed me. <laughs> like it, it was a picture that we took it at um super zoo and he is absolutely incorrect because it is with karen becker so <laughs> anyway <laughs> but i just thought that was, I was like that was odd but um but yeah so we had just a lot of fun catching up and because uh, we haven't seen each other since before the pandemic but you know the food was good the food was good because it was light it was very delicious but it was light so you didn't get groggy at in the afternoon. They were very smart. There was not a bunch of bread and, and all of that. I and there was some type of like watermelon type of dish. I can't I don't know what it was, but it was delicious. And then I just got that and fish because I wasn't too terribly hungry. And I was gonna be speaking right afterwards. And so but yeah, it was it was an amazing and then it was a happy hour at the end. And so we just, you know, we took pictures and, you know, we had a lot of fun. Um, it was a really fun event, you know, and I think we were there for very late, just, you know, catching up, talking, and then back to the hotel. And a group of us got dinner at the hotel and then went to bed and got up and flew home in the morning. Awesome. So yeah, it was, a, it was a great event. Very I'm so bummed I missed it. <laughs> I'm bummed that you missed it too. Cause I think you would have really, you would have really gotten a kick out of it. So you would have, you would have really liked it. So how's Nino? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was so worried that you were going to say he was dead. No, 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 no. <laughs> the pause. It was like, oh my God, I should have asked her before we started recording. No, no. He's, you know, um, so we actually had a vet appointment with him last Friday, which was part of why I wasn't able to, to fly out. So they believe that it's his gallbladder and that he has a situation called gallbladder sludge, which cause kind of can be a precursor to a more serious problem. If the sludge like completely blocks up and causes block, you know, causes blockages. So uh, we have him on some gallbladder formulas, some herbs that are meant to move things. Uh, I have an ox bile supplement that's supposed to like help the gallbladder process fats. I've been trying to learn about what the gallbladder does. Cause if you had asked me, I would have been like, Oh, that's part of something with digestion. Right. Yeah. Like, and I knew it had something to do with fats. Cause like, I remember my grandmother, like getting her gallbladder out and like her not being able to like handle a lot of fatty foods or something. So yeah, we've had to change his diet to make sure that it's a really low fat diet. So I had to, I'm actually feeding him goodness gracious rabbit right now. Oh, nice. Um, cause it's only like 4% fat. And, uh, I had to cut out all of, like, he loves the solutions cheese and nope, no cheese for Nino. And I had been using it as like pill pockets. Oh, yeah. So he had kind of been getting a lot of it lately and before we found this out. So yeah, no, uh, no cheese for him. Uh, the only real treats he's getting right now is some pumpkin and blueberries. And he's only 50, 50 on whether he'll eat the blueberries. <laughs> I put some in his crate the other day and Tim came home and was like, ew, it's like a 10 hour old blueberry. <laughs> like in the, 
<laughs> curled up in the bottom of the creek. <laughs> um, and then we had a big adventure today. Nino actually had to come with me to work. And how did he do? Well, he did better than I thought he would at the office, but, you know, he just really hates the car. Mm -hmm. So that was definitely, I think, the worst part of things for him. He liked getting all the extra walks because I made sure, you know, every 90 minutes or so I was out walking him, giving him a break and stuff. So he liked that part. And he was cool with my boss because we have, like, very separate, like, working areas. Mm -hmm. So it's not like anybody's, you know... Nobody's really in my like space most of the day. It's pretty quiet, low key, you know, kind of thing. My office is like an old house. So it's two stories and the bathrooms are all on the upstairs part. So Nino got very freaked out about the stairs. Um, so he wasn't able to come upstairs when I had to. I was like holding it until the last minute. And then I'm like, I gotta go, dude. <laughs> running upstairs but he was very sweet he just sat on the dog bed in my office and waited for me it was just it was Aww. very sweet that was like the only time he let me out of his sight but we had he had to go get more blood work done because my vet wanted to run a couple additional tests and so I didn't want to wait until this weekend to do it you know I because then it'd be Monday by the time it was processed and Tuesday by the time we got the results and it'd be like we would have lost a whole nother week and so I really wanted to just do it as soon as possible so that we could get you know more results so anyway things are are still in flux he had a really good night last night but a really bad night the night before and so I'm just constantly just we're still trying to figure everything out as to what makes things better and worse and and um, it's been very stressful for me. <laughs> I bet. I completely understand. It's so hard when our dogs, because they can't tell us how they're feeling and we don't have x-ray vision, so, so we can't look inside to figure it out. So I did learn like a gallbladder massage. And so there's been a couple times in the middle of the night when he's been really uncomfortable and I've been able to do the gallbladder massage. And then he's kind of like, Oh, and like lays back mm. down and goes back to sleep. So that's been a, a good thing. But yeah, I mean, there's been some nights where I'm up half a dozen times, you know, throughout the night and I'm exhausted. <laughs> Last night I was only up once and that was amazing. Like that was like, the is best he just night. restless? Yeah. He's just really yeah. restless. And sometimes, you know, like sometimes like even his stomach is so loud, like that, that I can hear that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, we're, I feel like we're at least moving in the right direction today (laughs) that could change tomorrow welcome to the alchemy of natural healing i'm your host laurel dewey true healing is an alchemical process meaning it must transform you on all levels body mind and spirit what affects one affects all three true healing is one of the hardest journeys you'll ever travel It's one of the most rewarding and fulfilling when you get to meet yourself for the first time. If you're ready to take that journey, let's get started. What about the swallowing thing that he was doing? Has that stopped? Not, well, it's worse. It's still worse at night. Um, okay. so like last night it, it only really woke me up once. Mm-hmm. Um, and a Tums seems to help calm that back down. But so we think that that's actually bile coming up from the gallbladder and not like stomach acid. So okay. that's why like the Pepsid itself isn't really helping. Okay. Um, so 
And then that makes me feel bad for him so that we've still been trying to do like the sucral fate because, you know, the bile's very corrosive and I don't want him to end up getting like an ulcer. Mm-hmm. Um, but he hates getting the sucral fate because we have to like shoot it in his mouth with an oral syringe and he hates that. And he like runs and hides and pouts <laughs> afterwards and avoids Tim and Tim gets all upset. <laughs> it's, it's been it's been an ordeal around here, man. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I'm but sorry. I am determined we're going to get this figured out. We're going to get him well. We're going to get his gallbladder functioning again. So that's been really interesting, right? Like, so he went on thyroid medication a few months back, uh, like earlier this year. And there's a connection with like sluggish gallbladder and thyroid dysfunction. And oh, okay. it's just been interesting, like reading how all this stuff connects and how, you know, we might be even able to back, you know, back his dose off or maybe mm-hmm. try see how he does without it once we can get this all worked out. And, uh, you know, and he's had kind of weird poops his whole life. And so yeah. it's interesting, like seeing how some of that might all be, he might have always kind of had a sluggish gallbladder, mm-hmm. which is why this uh, sludge has built up, you know. So anyway, it's just been interesting learning about this, trying to put the pieces together. And I am determined that we will <laughs> get, him, get him feeling better soon. Are you still doing the detox? Yes. Yeah, I'm still doing that too. Because I do think that when we started doing that was like the first, that was like the first big improvement that we saw. Mm-hmm. And again, credit to Poppy, when she sent me the information, when she looked at his eyes, the updated eye photos, and she said that there's like this toxic gut area, the first link that she sent me was about gallbladder issues. And she said, <laughs> this could be causing the toxic gut, like if the gallbladder isn't working properly. Mm-hmm. And so that was when I threw started adding in that detox product. And that was when we saw like the first big improvement. So I do think that it's helping and, and doing something there. So yeah. Everybody needs a poppy. She's pretty amazing. She really is. Poppy was there. Yes. Good. Yeah. Good. So she was there. I didn't get to talk to her much, but we, you know, so we're like, hey, as we walk by. Good. Um, but yeah, it was um yeah. So I am also doing the detox. So after you mentioned it last time, I ordered it and it arrived. I was amazed at how big the bag is. I'm always amazed yes. by these big bags of product because it's like, wow. Yeah, I've and, had it forever. <laughs> I yeah. use it with any, like, I've, yeah, I've used, I've it's had it really nice. And so I figure, you know, it says to do it for six days and then take the seventh day off. Yeah. So I figure I'll just do it for six days and see what happens. And my, my point of it was, my dogs have never really gone through an like a organized detox. You know, I've sort of treated their diet was going to be something that always did a detox. But after this weekend, you know, and, you know, Rodney's talk, which, which basically made us all walk away feeling like we're living in toxic poisonous homes and we're all dying. We're all dying and we need to get all these tests to to see just how quickly we're dying. But I was really glad that I ordered it because although I don't feel that our home is toxic, it would just be nice to um, give everyone kind of a reset. And so I've been doing it and I started it on Sunday when I returned and I decided to do it with the dogs because since it's all natural ingredients, I figure it can't hurt me. I Googled the the two of the ingredients, theirs used in humans. Yep. So I figure, you know, okay, we'll be good to go. Um, and that's like the organic kelp. And I can't pronounce it, but it's a, a mineral. 
Yeah, it's like a zeolite, a form of zeolite. Yeah. It starts with a C and yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I figure, you know, I'll give this a try. <laughs> so the first day I just, because I got home from the airport and I told Johan, don't feed the dogs, I'll feed him when I get home. And so, um, and I stopped at the store, I stopped at a natural grocery store on the way home and found Lion's Mane. I mean, I was like in heaven and I was just petting it softly, <laughs> hoping that no one knew to notice what I was doing. <laughs> um, but then I just bought it and came home. But, um, and I also bought some, I went to look at um, another thing about the, I think whose, whose presentation was this? I believe this was Amy Wren's. I believe it was but talked about foods that are just super highly toxic and, you know, because of the, the um, chemicals that are used to spray on foods. And one of them was peanuts and I love peanuts and not, and they have to be in the shell. I don't like peanut butter. I don't like loose peanuts. I, ha- I like to, cr- I like the, the process of cracking peanuts and eating them. It's just something that I love to do. And I have a friend, Diane, who for years would be like, I do not eat peanut butter. I do not eat peanuts. I do not give it to my dogs. It's just not worth it. And I was just like, oh, it's fine. It's just a snack. And with everything else we're doing, it's okay. And after that, I posted on Facebook. It's like, do you ever have one of those moments when you have to realize that someone, one of your friends was right about something and you just want to just like, ah, damn you. And so that was like one of them, damn you, Diane. So, um, and I, it, cause it made me think like, sometimes I, my joints hurt so badly. It's insane. And one thing I noticed is over the weekends, my joints didn't hurt at all. And I wasn't eating peanuts cause I eat meaty peanuts all day, every day. It's my mm-hmm. snack of choice. And I wasn't eating them. And I'm like, oh, is that why? Oh, wow. <laughs> and so, and I, I, I don't know for sure, but it was one of those where, it was this list of things that were poisonous. And so I'm, well, that basically are toxic. So I decided I want to go ahead and do the, um, do the, the detox as well. And so I made a smoothie, a fruit smoothie, and I put a spoonful into my fruit smoothie and I put, I started at a lower dose and just built up for the dogs. So the first day it was fine. I taste, I didn't taste it. It, you know, it was in my smoothie. It was fine. The second day, I didn't have time to do a smoothie and I was making, you know, real mushrooms has a hot chocolate. And so I was making myself hot chocolate and I was just like, I don't want to put this in a hot drink. Cause I don't know if that'll do something weird to it. So I was like, that's okay. I'll just put it in some warm water and <laughs> mix it up and drink it. It's the most disgusting thing. Oh ever. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes like, it tastes like, eating sand, basically going to the beach and wherever you find the kelp that ru- that flows up onto the beach, taking that and a handful of sand and then just eating it. That's exactly what it tastes like. And it was in my mouth and I couldn't get it out of my mouth. And I'm just sitting here walking around. I finally put my mouth under this faucet and oh I'm just- and I didn't want to spit it out because I was just like, I, I <laughs> so I'm like rinsing my mouth out and swallowing it until I can get it out of my mouth. So um, don't recommend that, (laughs) but the dogs love it. They don't have a problem with it at all. So today is day three and I haven't really noticed anything. I mean, not that I expect it to. It's not like I have sick dogs, but I mean, I, I feel fine. I don't, I don't really notice anything with myself either. 
um, other than I feel like I am coming down with something. So I feel like I'm coming down with the flu. Uh, so it's like that beginning stages where you're achy, um, you have chills, but um, I feel fine. Like I'm, I'm not sick. It's not coming, you know, there. And so I think that that's, that's part of the, the feeling. The detox. How are you giving it to the dogs? Are you doing it with their meals or separately? With their meals. Yeah. Yeah. And so something. So my vet had told us several months ago, like, please don't give them peanut butter. Like, <laughs> please just use almond butter because, you know, the aflatoxins and, you know, everything with peanuts is so bad. So we have been using almond butter, but that's something else we had to stop with, you know, because of the fats. The fats. And so we used yeah. the almond butter, like, again, kind of as a, maybe like a pill pocket or, you know, mm-hmm. something like that. And, you know, like Nino hates uh, having his nails trimmed. And so we would, you know, use like the licky mat kind of thing. And it's like, you know, he's getting so much pumpkin, like his poop the other day was orange looking. (laughs) I got to figure something else out to give him. Well, yeah, that was the other thing is I I thought it's like, they're like, if you're going to eat these nuts, um, get, you know, organic, could not find organic peanuts. Oh, it's very difficult. Yeah. Could not find them. And, um, and when I went through and looked at the organic peanut butter, like what I'm going to use air quotes for (laughs) organic peanut butter could not really find, I found lots of non GMO peanut butter, but not very many organic peanut butters. And when the, and the few that there were like maybe one or two had way too many ingredients in them. Mm -hmm. So it was like, there was uh, not what there's a, What's the, I can't remember. There's something, I don't think it's soy, but there's palm palm oil. They have palm oil in it. And so it was just, it was, because I was looking specifically for peanut butter and salt because, you know, they're going to have salt in it. And I did find one. I found an organic peanut butter that was just two ingredients. Was it like eighteen dollars? Um, no, it wasn't. Too, it was expensive, but it wasn't too bad. But it was amazing because I was standing there, thinking that I was. I mean, I'm in. You know, it's basically our version of Whole Foods. You know, I'm figure I'm in the mecca of organic, and I had to read every single one. But while I was there, I got some um, organic, non-GMO. What's type, what's the type of apple that I love? Honeycrisp, Honeycrisp applesauce which is so good. And so I've been eating that and feeding it to the dogs as well, because the only ingredient are the apples. Oh, and maybe I can give him applesauce. I'll have to look yeah. that up. <laughs> I mean, it's really, it's a great fiber. And, and, you know, we have an, a honeycrisp tree, but we lost a branch cause it got too heavy and we just didn't harvest this year. So, um, I, you know, we just don't have the applesauce this year. Usually my, I pick them all and give them to my mother-in-law and she makes applesauce for me. But now I know where I can go and get this organic applesauce. And it's all the ingredients is apples. And it's so good. In fact, I'm going to have some after we finish because it's so good. And so, yeah, so that's something nice. So I'm laughing to myself because, so my nephew is now like 15. But I remember when he was like little, little, and my mom would be buying stuff to have at her house for him. And I remember looking at the applesauce ingredients and it had high fructose corn syrup in it. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, like you can't give this to like a four-year-old, you know, with, and you know, anyway, they just think I'm crazy. 
Well, that's what's so funny. It's like, but you have to look. Why do you have, why do you need high fructose corn syrup if you have apples? I mean, so, cause it makes you wonder, so what type of apples are in here or how many apples are in here that you needed to sweeten it up? Because literally the only ingredient in this applesauce is honey crisp apples. And it's so good. It's so good. It's, it's the perfect amount of sweetness. Like you have to check these things. Yeah. I mean, and that's what, you know, I've, I've started learning just reading ingredients and I, I hate reading ingredients, <laughs> but um, it's so shocking where you will look at the front package and it has the certified organic non-GMO and all these wonderful little symbols on it. And you turn it around and it has five ingredients. It's like, I don't understand why any of these things are in here. And it's just so the carrageenan. That's one that always yeah. annoys me. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. So um, that was it. Was a really good weekend. Lots of <laughs> lots of learning. What else did Rodney talk about? Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, so this post blew up shockingly, and there was a little controversy around it because he talked about the oldest living dogs. And he was like, he had a slide. What do these dogs have in common? So I took pictures of the three of the slides and it turns out what they have in common is that they all ate outside and they slept outside. And he talked about how, when he went to go meet Bobby, that he was so offended that this dog was sleeping outside and he felt like it was abuse. And he wanted to like call the authorities and report these horrible people for making their dogs sleep outside. But that was just how dogs were. And that's what the dogs preferred. But, you know, it was just sort of like they slept outside. And I just felt so like this sense of relief of understanding, oh my gosh, this is great. I'm so glad you asked this question because Oh my gosh. So I felt, cause that's what I was asking is sort of like, let's put aside the question of is he or isn't he 31 years old? And let's just assume he's at least like maybe 25 to 30 or something. He's in the, the mid twenties at least type of thing. Let's, let's agree to that maybe. And regardless, my question was, don't you want to know more? And so many people were like, well, Rodney and Karen, they did a video and they did it. And this is, he, he ate organic vegetables from the, from the garden. I was going to say the grocery store from the garden. He ate, you know, table scraps and he ate some fish sticks, sort of like he had a Mediterranean diet. He walked with his owner around town every day and um, he was living with other animals. That's basically what they said. And then people would go, things like, and he was loved. And I had one person tell me, well, his siblings who died tragically, they lend their spirits to him. And that's what helped him live longer. And I'm like, what you guys, I, I get, I hear you, but let's put on our nerd hats just for five minutes. And I mean, cause my thought was that if my neighbor had a dog, we have new neighbors. If I, met their dog and they're like, yeah, my, our dog's 18 years old or I don't know, 27 years old. I'm going to be like, whoa, pump the brakes. What does your dog eat? How often does your dog eat? You know, where does your dog eat? When does your dog eat? I mean, cause they're, I mean, just think about all the things that Rodney and Karen have told us over the years. They told us about the importance of intermittent fasting, the circadian rhythm, um, you know, um, all to, you know, variety, vegetables, you know, um, walking, you know, 
turning off the Wi-Fi, having the light, you know, light bulbs, feeding blueberries. There's all these things that they've told us over the years from the various scientists they've met over the years, the studies that they've read. I mean, I'm sort of like, don't you want to know? Okay, he eats vegetables in a garden. Which vegetables does he eat? Is there one that he likes before the other? Are there certain vegetables that he eats certain times a year? Because I was thinking about what you said last time about the microbiome and how it changes seasonally. So is there something that he goes for at certain times of year? And does he self-select or are these just vegetables that they give him? And, you know, and what is this Mediterranean dish? And, you know, and I just, I have so many questions. How many miles does he walk? And is it every day? Does he fast? Does he, you know, I, I just, I have so many questions and people were getting annoyed with me for asking the questions because they took it as I was saying, this dog can't possibly be this age. So I'm going to ask questions. And if you can't answer them, there you go. I just proved that the dog is at that. And I'm just like, no, I don't care. It's clear that the dog is old. And if you're saying that he literally is this age, then I want to know every single thing. So in that presentation, I felt like, oh, so the soil, and I actually got into a conversation with someone who is from Portugal and is from the area, because I, I shared those slides on social media. And again, there <laughs> the comments, <laughs> the comments. One person got angry with me because they was like, how dare you allow someone to d- besmirch Dr. Becker's name? And it's just like, oh, stop it. Let's just focus on what this dog's diet is. Because I wanted to know, it's like, what is like the pollutants? Because it's like here, granted, our property is clean, but where we live, there's weed killer and pesticides and other, you know, just car fumes and all of these things. And I think we talked about this a while ago where it takes decades for this to clear from the ground. So even if we don't do anything on our property, we've been living here for 13 and a half years. So there still could be remnants of what was here before we came. So, you know, there's, there's so much to consider. And so I was curious about like in Portugal, do they have the same level of pesticides and toxins. What is the Wi-Fi like? You know, is it one of those where everyone's trying to keep up with the Joneses with the best Wi-Fi and everyone's walking around with their own and it's I mean, it's everywhere? Or is it one of those where it's a little, you know, yes, we have Wi-Fi, but it's just not, we're not this technological. It's not 5G. And, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like what's going, you know, that type of thing. And, you know, I, and so someone finally said, they shared a video and I'm like, oh, the video's in Portuguese and YouTube doesn't have a translation option for it. And she was like, oh, well, just reach out to the veterinarian. She speaks English. She'll answer your question. You can reach out to her here. So I did. Oh. And we're going to schedule a chat because, I mean, oh my gosh, if you if you can just imagine how happy I am because I, I just left her, I left her a message and I was like, you know, this is who I am. This is what I want to know. It's like, I'm just so fascinated by this. And I just want to give you, it's like, if you have time, if you want to, if you could possibly just shed some light on some of this. And I sent all my questions 
And she messaged me back. back. She did a voice message. She's like, you know, she's like, I, I can't answer all your questions, but I think I can answer most of them because I spoke to them. She's not their vet. She's just a vet that interviewed the family and, and met with the dog. Okay. And she was like, and she's like, I would love to talk to you about this. Let's schedule a time so we can talk on the phone. And she's like, and if you want to, if the talk goes well, maybe we can do a Zoom because I think it's so important for this information to get out there because I think that there's a lot that we can learn from this dog. And I'm just like, Exactly. That's what I've been saying all along. And so I'm like super excited. So now we're, we're trying to set up time for us to chat. That's awesome. I can't wait to hear that. Yeah. So there's that. And then he talked about just how toxic our homes are and that we can like get little order machines, like a radon detector and see how much radon is in our home. And, and then the foods that you can eat that offset those type of things. And um, he ran out of time because that it's Rodney and he just, he starts going and, you know, and, but what was so sweet is his family came. I and saw this the a, photo. Yeah. And this is the first time that they had seen him speak. And so I thought that was really amazing. Yeah. That, so. was, that was cool. I saw that picture online yeah. and then he announced their next book, right? Yes. The forever dog life. So it has 120, 120 plus recipes longevity tips, new science for better bowls, healthier or something. When he was, when I was taking a picture, like the words on the screen were moving. So they're moving on my picture. And so I don't, gotcha. I can't, really, can't quite read it, but that's what's, I knew that they were coming out with a recipe book, but that's what's coming next. And, and that's so, in 2024. Yeah. So awesome. um, I think March maybe, but yeah, 2024. But yeah, it was he it was very interesting. And I think as far as what I got the most out of is probably Ruth Roberts, Amy Renz, and well, everyone. I got something out of everyone's presentation. But as far as actionable items, I really, really I felt validated in a lot of stuff that I'm doing and inspired to continue going, you know, in the directions that we're going. I mean, Rodney is the, you know, his presentation was like, oh, I'm so glad I ordered that detox stuff because I think my dogs and I are dying in our home. And, and, you know, just, and, you know, giving like, for instance, the fact that I started giving Bella CBD, CBD oil as a puppy, you know, and, um, and I love that she gets that not, not every day, but most days. And, I think about what it could be doing to their systems and the fact that, you know, talking to, you know, listening to them talk, you know, gut health always comes up that maybe, you know, they suspect the veterinarians suspect that Rodrigo had hemangiosarcoma because um, he had the very pale gums and he was very weak. And they, they said that he probably does have some cancer and he has a bleeding tumor, but he also had such muscle loss just due to age and possibly to the cancer as well. But maybe the fact that he gave me three years beyond when his sister had her mangio could be for the fact that I put so much work into his gut that he was just so healthy. And I had started giving everybody CBD oil on a daily basis. So, I mean, it works in a way where not only does it prevent tumors and prevents cancer, but also where it exists, it slows it down and it stops it from spreading in, in some cases. 
So, you know, those are the type of things where, you know, I'm really glad it was just one of those things where we know, but seeing the, the beautiful slides that she had that just make it so very clear, it was, it was a good experience. That's so awesome. I'm so bummed I missed it, but it sounds like it was an amazing event, which is the most important thing. Yeah. And there there were gift bags, but I haven't even looked in mine. They weren't very impressive from what I saw. You know, um, I didn't, I, it's sort of like, I didn't care. Oh. I mean, if somebody would have asked me if, if they could have my gift bag, I would have been like, yeah, here you go. Because everything else was so amazing that I didn't care about any type of gift bag. It was just... <laughs> It was very well done. Plenty of time to eat. You weren't rushed, you know, during the meal time. Plenty of time to. Oh, Roxanne Stone was there with solutions. Oh, good. It was great to see her. But yeah, you know, plenty of time to talk to people and connect. It was it was a really nice event and really fun to just chit chat and talk to people. So um, just definitely, definitely well done. I especially considering that they have been planning it for probably less than six months. Yeah. So it was pretty amazing. So do you think they're going to do this annually? I think so. Yeah. yeah. They were going to do it twice a year. Oh my God. They're they're doing it annually. Um, um, So yeah, it was, the decorations were really amazing. Turk did all of that. And he was so proud of him because he was like, did you see the, you know, in that video where I was showing the floor, that was so cool because they did things like, the, when dogs were domesticated and, and they count down to all the way to when Real Dog Box was formed. And then today, the first re- Feed Real Sun. It was so well done. And that was Turk. Oh, and wow. um, he did so many cool things. There were these blow up dolls, dolls, dogs everywhere. And it was so funny because at one point in time, I actually posted a reel today. And the reel that I posted was when I was, when I recorded it when I was there. And right before I recorded it, this girl was picking up the dogs and she looks at me and goes, they said I could take these. And I'm like, go for it. <laughs> it's like, I'm not judging. Just, she was like, she's like with Halloween coming, this is going to be fantastic. And she had a ton of them and they were big size. They weren't like little ones. They were big, like the size of um, Bella. Dog. Oh my God. Yeah. So um, yeah. So that was pretty hilarious. It was, it was just a beautiful place and um, just really well done. Yeah. It really looked like a beautiful venue and stuff. And of course I was looking at this from my sofa under a blanket when it was pouring down rain and 50 degrees outside on Saturday. (laughs) And I'm looking at all of these videos like, Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It was nice. And, and, and thankfully my flight was uneventful. Everything was on time. I did. I did make a mistake of buying a basic ticket and, um, Ruby teased me about it because, um, she, she reimbursed me for my flight, but I was just like, do you know, I had to pay for my seats separate from the flight. I was like, I thought I got this great ticket price. It was just like, what? $230 buy. What I didn't realize was that I was buying this basic flight. And what that means is that you can select your seats and pay for them 24 hours before the flight. It goes, which doesn't leave you very many great seats. You also I've never heard of this. <laughs> me either. You also get on the board or you board the plane last. So, you know, because, you know, there's all this, the, you know, like the families and the military, then first class, then comfort plus, then business class, 
I think there's a business. No, there's, I think it's like class A, class B or something like that. There's, but then there's basic at the very end. Oh, so, you were basic. <laughs> um, so I called, I called Delta because I was just like, I think I did something wrong. Why am I paying for tickets? I, you know, and they explained, they were like, oh yeah, that's what you played. And I was like, damn it. And then I couldn't change it because that's the other thing is you can't upgrade. You can't do anything. You're just stuck. But they said, you know, don't worry about it. They said, they said, you'll be fine because it's usually only a problem with people who are traveling with other people or traveling with the family because you can't always sit together. And so it's just kind of a pain in the neck. But yeah, so that that was something where now I know what that means and I will be a little more careful when I'm booking my trip. But still, regardless, it was, you know, a cheap, you know, flight. So it's not like that was a big deal. So what did you watch on the plane? Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So first of all, right now I'm watching The Fall of Usher on Netflix and it is so good. I'm also watching House of Targaryen on HBO Max. Also good. But on the plane, what did I watch? I feel like I didn't watch anything new. I feel like I just watched something that I've seen before. Hopefully not Sex in the City. (laughs) No, that is no longer available. So I feel like someone listened to that episode and took my advice and took that off the plane. Um, But I, I honestly don't remember what I watched there on the way there. I really, I, I think I started to watch, there's some assassin, assassin movie that I started to watch. And I think I might've fallen asleep, but I know I slept most of the way on the way home. Cause it was, you know, crack of dawn, but I literally don't remember. I know I tried to, I, ca- I kept flipping through all the movies and I would start something and and then get bored with it. And I think there was, I honestly can't remember, but there was something that it looked like I heard good things, like it got good reviews or something. And I was, I watched it for five minutes and was like, I honestly don't care. And um, so, but I honestly, I know that I watched something, but it was one of those where I picked something that I watched before. Like one of my go-tos is, I think I mentioned this before, is Blade. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I like Blade, but um, there was something else. And I, I literally don't remember. Probably- I put a link to the Blade opening sequence in our show notes <laughs> the last time we talked yeah. about it. Because everybody should just hear that song. <laughs> I know. It's like, I love that music. I don't know what it, it is. not my, my music at all. But that opening song is so cool. I mean, it's just like, ah. I don't even know which blade I love the best, the first or the second one. I just know the one that I hated the worst. And it was the third. And the reason why I hated it was because of Ryan Reynolds. And I love Ryan Reynolds so much. And I can't watch Blade 3 because <laughs> every scene that he's in just grates on my nerves because it's just sort of like, oh, God, stop it. <laughs> And it so sucks because I love Ryan Reynolds and everything else that I can't stand. I even love him in that horrible Green Lantern, but in Blade, I cannot handle it. Well, we finished Sex Education and I'm so sad it's over. I know. Is it over, over? Like that's the end? Yeah, Yeah. it was so sad. I loved, um, what's his name? You know, from Crete. Oh, Oh yeah, the teacher. He was the teacher. I loved him because 
it was not a role that I've seen him in before. And he was so honest at the end. At the end. You can feel, like you could totally feel how he felt. Like that was so real. Eric was, I, I loved that whole thing with Eric. Do you know the person? I don't know if that was supposed to be God or something. Yeah. Is Mary, I think we talked about this. Yes. <laughs> I'm just, I, Josh I'm very upset about it. <laughs> I'm just very upset about it. I just love Eric. Like Tim and I were like, we want like a whole Eric as a pastor spinoff. Exactly. Please bring it. I mean, it was so good. And okay. So the guy, you know, Eric's ex-boyfriend, the bully, doesn't he and the guy who plays his father look eerily alike? Yeah. Like they could literally be father and son. Yeah. I mean, it is so crazy. And I just, I, love and I don't know people's names but Jillian Anderson is it mm-hmm. I love her so much and I went on a deep dive after season one because I was just like she is really good at this accent and I didn't realize that she is British yeah she has yeah. like dual citizenship or something yeah and so um she you know she so it's like, oh, okay. But she was so good. And I love like just the, her relationship with her sister. <laughs> and um, her sister with that mask. <laughs> yes. Yes. And what I love is that they didn't end it, end it with her getting back together with that guy. Like he Jacob. never came back. I, yeah. I was hoping he would. Cause I, I was hoping him. he would too. But when, he, when it ended with just them being together, I was so happy with that. That was just so nice because it was just such a a beautiful friendship, you know, between the sisters and and just when they were sitting there with the mask on. (laughs) I mean, it was just like the things. It was just so, and I love that you know, um, May Mays went back to the U.S. and and stayed and you know and got you know a publisher and you know that was really beautiful that her friends sent off her um work you know found it in the trash and sent it off i thought yeah. that was really nice and uh, there was, and amy, was amy and um the kid is yes. over the chair oh yes God. oh my gosh i love amy so much yes. I love it when she, she might even be my favorite i don't know when she does like just the happy face or just you know and then she's like what are the, their boobs, boobs. <laughs> you know she was so basic and so simple and it's just so happy Again, and sometimes she, she'd be so profound yes like when she did her little photo shoot at the yes. end with the pants. Yes. I mean, she would just do things that just always surprised you. Yeah. You know, because I remember, I think it was season two when all the girls went and got on the bus with her. Yeah. I just started bawling at that scene. But, you know, the 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 black girl with the abusive boyfriend and, you know, and how her friends, you know, they, they just basically surrounded. I just yeah. thought that was beautiful. I just so many things. The girl that ran away, and then everyone just went to look. I mean, when the with the elevator, when the when the elevator yes. wasn't working, they had the sit the in. Sit in, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was just. I enjoyed every single minute of it. Absolutely. And, and I just what I love too is Otis is so flawed. I mean, he's <laughs> okay. such a selfish little, you know, self centered brat. 
of the person. Can we talk about how ugly that coat is that he would wear all the time? <laughs> Where did that come from? Because it's totally in it. It makes the show seem like it's in the seventies. Because like he just... was climbing in the dumpster. Tim's like, "Oh my god, will he just put the coat in there?" <laughs> <laughs> It's just like so good. It's such a good show. I mean, I really enjoyed it. And by the way, I did meet someone at the event who said, and I wish I remember this person's name. So if they're listening, I want to say thank you again. But she loves our chatter. Oh, <laughs> another vote for chatter. <laughs> so we'll yeah. tell them to please leave a five star rating on review on Apple Podcasts to outweigh the, yes. the negative one that we got that didn't like our chatter. Yes, please. <laughs> so yay. So what do you have planned for the rest of the week? I feel like I'm like living minute to minute until Nina's blood work comes back and we figure out our next steps. Um, I've, I've been very consumed. It's taking up a lot of my bandwidth right now. Gosh, I know that is too. Well, I think it's awesome that you're doing all of this for him. And I'm so glad that he has you because it's like, he, you know, he's like 10 now. Like he was our young guy and I'm just like, Oh, my Nino. But yeah. he was so good today. He was so brave and courageous being out in the world. And, <laughs> you know, he's such a good boy. He tries so hard to be so good. He just gets scared of everything. <laughs> and he really hates the car. He does better like out of the car than in the What car. does he do in the car? He just pants the whole time and like <laughs> he'll like kind of start to sit up and then he's like, no, and like lays <laughs> back down on the seat, you know, and you're just like, oh, poor guy. Oh. He didn't, I mean, I didn't get him a pup cup, but like I got, I stopped at Starbucks for, and got a sandwich at lunch and I was trying to figure out like, can I give him a bite of like something? And it's like, he didn't even want a bite of anything because, you know, he's yeah. like, he gets so worked up that it's like, he can't even eat, like he didn't even want to eat. Oh, poor baby. My boss was trying to give him like a carrot stick or something. And I was like, he's like 50, 50 on carrots. Like, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, he, like, he gets so stressed. It's like, he doesn't even want food or anything, you know? Yeah. My dogs are, everyone's fine in my house. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Bella has stopped pulling. Oh, that's good. Yeah. She stopped pulling on the trail. So she's, I think it's because no one's on the trail right now. So no bicycles. Yeah. She's able to enjoy the walk. So that's nice. We're like kind of putting our our search for another dog on hold, you know, for yeah. now until we can get him healthy and everything. So, you know, it was just interesting when we had the session with the communicator, which was like over a month ago and it was before all this started. And she said that he wasn't quite ready yet. He didn't think it was the right time, you know, like soon, but not yet. And it was like, and then like a week later he gets sick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, you know, give your focus. It, and it would be so stressful for him, too. It would be stressful for all of you guys. For everybody, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, but I hope that, you know, by the end of the week, you know, you guys have turned a corner. Yeah, like, for for real. Yeah. Good, like, for good, good, good. <laughs> like, we're, we've, we've turned a couple mini corners, but, like, I want to make the big turn. <laughs> In a new neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it was great talking to you. All right. Until next week. See you guys. Bye.